Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. It's the In Wheel Time car show, your weekly go-to all things automotive place. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars. We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Conrad's on the phone with us this morning. Uh, not here in person, but hopefully next week he'll be back. Conrad, will you be back next week? Yes, I should be back next week. Hey, I've got, I got a, I have a question for Mars. Well, is, he's not here. Is Palermo leather near Corinthian leather? No, Palermo okay. leather is not anywhere close to Corinthian leather. Because they, they came across the Palermo leather because I suggested it after, <laughs> after my nickname, Palermo Don Armstrong. So, oh, gosh. Palermo's about 500 miles south of uh, Corinthian. Palermo is 500 <laughs> miles south of Corinthian? Yeah. Okay. Move your microphone so it's, back up. It's softer cows. Softer cows. That's right. Well, get, never mind. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> Uh, you know, my mind works in strange and mysterious it's ways. It's a strange world. There's yes, it is. nothing better than a soft cow. So, uh, Conrad, uh, we kind nice. of ended our conversation with, the, with our turbo guy, with the Buick. But, um, you know, to me, that's a rare car. Um, oh, very much so. And uh, uh, that, that, that speaks to me in the fact that it's not a Grand National uh, turbo. It's, it's a T-type. And I did not know the difference between the two. I just figured that they changed the names. Had no clue that it was not the same motor. Yeah, the, the T-Type was maybe a little bit more luxurious, you know, on the Buick side of things, where the Grand National was, was an out-and-out, uh, you know, high-performance car. But did you understand what I said to you about the fact that, you know, those guys were – I didn't understand it. Uh, because, uh, are you kidding me, a turbocharger, a V6, it just didn't fall into the category that I was familiar with, hot rodding V8s. Oh, yeah, no, there was, there was a whole, you know, crew of people who were into that Buick V6 and did a wonderful job with it. And, yeah, they were not necessarily outcasts, but, uh, you know, they were, uh, they, they were considered odd ducks because everybody was building V8s. Yeah, uh, Well, remember... NHRA, remember a guy named Buddy Ingersoll? Yes, I do. In pro in pro stunt, yeah. Buddy Ing Buddy Ingersoll ran a Buick Turbo V6 one time in uh, NHRA pro stock, and then they banned them. And then they banned the the turbocharged motor. Why? Because he beat everybody. Because he dominated the show. <laughs> well, uh, you know, back then I don't think that the rules were as strict as they were today. Or they oh, are no, today. no, no, not at all, not at all. Yeah, and I was uh, I was saddened to learn that apparently they're not running uh, the pro stocks in Brainerd this weekend. Yeah, the class isn't running at all. I I just don't understand that. I don't understand yeah. why they would not run that. I don't yeah, understand. There's so many things about NHRA that I don't understand, and they don't. Uh, for instance, the uh, pro mods. Why don't they? Because of the popularity of them, and let's face it, the, the things are wickedly fast. Why don't they, when there's no pro stock class running at NHRA, why don't they bump up the pro mods to take their place, so to speak? Yep. Isn't it a well, the, the, the weird thing is they're not running pro stock at Brainerd, but they are running mountain motor cars, which is basically 
unlimited pro, uh, engine size and pro stock. You know, some of those have got 900 cubic inch V8s in them. Uh, well, and that's that's fine, well and good, but they do nothing to promote outside of the three man uh, main categories. You know, right. top fuel dragster, top fuel funny car, and pro stock. They do nothing with the rest of every class in the world under the sun. And why don't they pick one? And if it doesn't work one year, then move on to another class. Do something. Right. No, I, I completely agree. And when you look at how much support they get in the, let's say, the super stock category, which is where uh, Stan Holt's racing this weekend up there. Oh, and by the way, you know, Stan qualified six as of last night for after uh, qualifying round two. So he was, he's set up for a victory right now. So he's, he's had a good uh, outing. But, you know, you know, Superstock is such creative, different cars in Superstock as well. It, doesn't it boil down to money, teams with money in, in the, the, the divisions? Well, to, to, yes, of course. But, uh, I mean, the faster you go, the more it costs. It's just the same as being in the street category. You know, if you want to win doing street anything, Hey, throw more money at it, more parts. But also, I mean, week after week after week. So they've got to take a break sometime. They've got to reroute the schedule yeah, sometime. No, no, I, I disagree. Not at that level. No, no, not at the pro stock. It, it's, it's like saying, oh, well, you know, the guys in the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball need a week off. No, they don't. They, right, they, right. They're off for, you know, six months out of the year. Hey, we're going to run it every weekend. I don't get I don't get all of that with them being off on weekends here and there. No. But that's just me, and um, I'm thinking more along the lines of keeping things going. Gotcha. That's just me. Okay, who's our guest? Joining us, we got – there's a – what color is that? His name is – Star Mist Blue. A Star Mist Blue. Star Mist Blue. 57 T-Bird <laughs> sitting over here with Char- that Charlie Miller owns. And it just it it's a very striking vehicle sitting over there amongst all these uh, muscle cars. It's kind of surrounded over there. Yes, it is. What year is it? Nineteen fifty-seven. Uh, mm-hmm. T-Bird, Thunderbird, Ford, Thunderbird. Charlie, why did you get into <laughs> Thunderbirds? Have you always been a Thunderbird man? No, I I really haven't. Uh, I do have several other cars, but but this particular one I like to uh, to take out. Uh, it's really fun to drive. It's my uh, go to Sonic uh, drive-in car. Yeah, uh, there you go. It, it fits the uh, the motif there quite right? a bit. Right. Yeah. But what's really interesting about it is how I got it. Uh, this was back in uh, 2017 during the time of Hurricane Harvey. Oh boy. Uh, I was looking for another car to uh, you know work on a project car, and um, I was going through the internet and came across this '57. Uh, the right color that I had wanted, the Star Mist Blue with the white top and the portholes and so forth. And um, I, I noticed this car for sale in Belleville, uh, which isn't too far from right. here, which uh-huh. uh, made a nice trip out of that mm-hmm. if I was going to go. Unfortunately, the very next day, uh, my wife and I had uh, scheduled to um, have a party for my uh, mother-in-law for her 90th birthday in oh, San wow. Antonio. Well, we had to leave early because of the uh, heavy rains from Harvey. And uh, so we made that trip to San Antonio, but couldn't get back for three days. When I got back, I went back on the Internet and looked up that car, and uh, it was no longer posted. There was no information about it. It had been taken off. All the contact information was gone. 
But I did uh, print out a picture of the car uh, before I had ever left, uh, just uh, having my file there. And I, I began looking at the picture, trying to figure out where on earth could this be in, in Belleville. And uh, there Call only... the Belleville Police Department. They probably yeah, know. know. Actually, they, they would have known for sure. But what I did is I looked at it, and I saw uh, two things. One was a red building in the uh, background with arches on it. And a, and a funny-looking sign, which kind of reminded me of a Texas historical sign. Mm-hmm. And on the other picture, I noticed a yellow frame of a uh, kind of a Victorian-style house. And I said, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I can find out who this is. So I went ahead and uh, went to the Texas historical uh, road signs and put in Belleville. And there was only 11, I think, in Belleville. And uh, I quickly came across the red building. Well, it was part of the municipal police department. I'm oh, my gosh, how funny. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I went ahead and wrote down that address, and I went on Google and did a uh, map pin drop, did a 360 viewing of that uh, location, and sure enough, I spotted the yellow-framed house at the corner of, uh, well, two different streets. So, in other words, you stalked this guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I stalked this guy. Uh-huh. Well, it gets worse than that. So, after, <laughs> after I located an address, I uh, began looking it up, and there was no telephone. Uh, no, no contact information, right. but I, I researched then uh, historical home tours in Belleville, and I, and I came across the mention of that address, but it had no longer been on a tour since about 2012. So I thought, well, I, I don't know if this is going to work, but there's a number here if you wanted to call to tour that home back from 2012. Uh, it's no longer shown as a listed number, but let me try that. So I called that phone number, and uh, an elderly man answered the phone and said, uh, you know, who is this? And I told him who I was, and he said, well, how'd you get this number? And I kind of gave him a a brief summary and said, you know, I found it on a historical site deal. And he said, well, I just want to let you know, uh, I haven't used this number in about nine years. Oh, wow. And he said, it was my fax machine. But because of Hurricane Harvey, I lost my cell phone um, uh, contact information. Yeah. Well, it was meant for you to call so, that number and him to e- answer it. Exactly right. So he said, I plugged in my old phone that I found into the uh, the fax machine, yeah. and this is the first call I've ever answered. On <laughs> was, it a pr- was it a princess phone? <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> Did you tell him you were calling to get his warranty? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. His automobile yeah. needed a warranty yeah. update. But anyway, he said, uh, no, that uh, he had taken his car off because his wife had passed away many years ago, and... Uh, 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 you know he don't quit, tell quit me using he, the phone don't tell me he was the original owner of the car no he wasn't uh, he was actually the third owner of the car uh, the car has a little bit of history with it now I'll, I'll mention that in just a second but anyway uh, he told me that well the car had been sold and he said it's still sitting here though and uh, the guy's not making any phone calls back he said uh, why don't you come out and look at it and see if you like the car so I grabbed my wife and she begrudgingly went with me and said not another car well, anyway, we went there and um, uh, sat down and met with him, and he turned out to be 88 years old. Uh, he was just trying to get rid of things around the house. He wanted to go ahead and, uh, you know, make it easy on the family. And uh, he, uh, he, he said, look, uh, the guy's never contacted me anymore. I don't know what's happening, but if you want the car, we'll make a deal. So I went ahead and, uh, and made a deal because I figured if it went to all this trouble to find him and he went to all this trouble to bring me out and to plug in his phone, uh, it's the right thing to do. So I ended up uh, buying the car and uh, drove it home from Belleville. 
Wow. And uh, it's an uh, original car. Uh, it, it uh, you know, I've done a few little minor things to it, you know, redid original the Original motor. Does uh, it have two roofs to it? Uh, it does have the two roofs. Yes, it does. Is uh, it an E-code? It, I wish it were. <laughs> no, it's a D-code, so it's got the, the uh, four-barrel uh, carburetor on it. It is a 312 engine, 240 horsepower, the three-speed automatic. That's a lot, man. Yeah, it is for today's yeah. standards. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, anyway, that's kind of how it came to be. Uh, it, the car itself, he had bought it back uh, like 20 years before. Has it got a two-speed automatic in it? Uh, actually, it may be a two-speed, yeah, uh, because they had two and three speeds about right. that time frame. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't measured. The, the only way to really tell from the outside is measuring the actual uh, transmission uh, midsection. Uh, but I haven't done that yet. And um, uh, But anyway, he said the, uh, the car has a little bit of history to it. And I said, well, what kind of history is that? And he said, well, uh, this car was in a, in a movie with Jessica Alba and um, uh, Mickey O'Rourke and um, uh, Bruce Willis. And I'm going, what movie could that be? Well, then he told me what it was, and I said, oh, no. What was really? it? Well, it was called Sin City. <laughs> I've seen I'm it. I'm sure that you, when you told your wife that, she went, what? I think That's I've seen exactly it. what happened. Yeah. She said, oh, no, not a car with a history like that. Sin City. Anyway, we, uh, we brought the car home, and, um, you know, I, I tinker with it when, uh, when I have a chance, but I retired several years ago, and she said, well, at least I know where you're at. You're in the garage. You're messing around with another car. And that's a good place to be. Yeah. You know what you need, Charlie? You need a vanity plate that says Sin City on it. That's what you need. You know, I hadn't thought about that, yeah, but you're probably, but yeah. you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or just Sin. Sin. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Well, she, she thinks I created one. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. So you have other cars? Uh, yes, I do. What do you have? Uh, well, I also have a, um, uh, uh, well, a 71 Super Beetle. Oh. You know, that's the, the fun car just to drive around for the heck of it. I have a uh, 88 DeLorean. And I have a, um, uh, excuse me, a, a uh, 81 DeLorean. I have an 88 uh, Toyota MR2 supercharged. Uh, and um, gosh, what else is there? Uh, so when you tinker, this is in embarrassing. The, when you tinker yeah. in the garage, you really tinker. Yeah, I really do. And, no, and I, and he I, tinkers with with uh, his wants and needs of having cool cars. Well, I also got my my sons involved, and and one of my sons lives here. Blame closely. it on them. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. your wife tell you that? Uh, yeah, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> but now, but now my uh, my daughter in law says, you know, uh, you got to work on all these cars. So I've worked on her um, Jaguar, which believe me. Um, I know all about Lucas Electronics. Now. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yes. Well, the DeLorean also has Lucas Electronics. Oh, great. Well, I should say had Lucas Electronics. I changed oh, them all okay. out. And, and you know, we have a that. connection with uh, DeLorean. Oh, you do? We do. Um, as a matter of fact, we have had the owner uh, of the DeLorean Motor Company. Stephen Wynn. On our yeah. show many times. Mm -hmm. Great guy. And, of course, you know, the DeLorean factory, if you will, is up uh, Humble, is yes. it, Mars? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. up in Humble. And so uh, if you need some help anytime, just let us know. Actually, uh, a long time ago, uh, when we actually got the DeLorean, uh, uh, we actually had two at one time, but uh, my son has it now. Um, I met Stephen Wynn back when we got the, the first one. And uh, talk about a, a very nice uh, individual uh, 
I met him and his wife when they had their facility on 59 and Southwest Freeway yep. in Sugarland. Yep. Uh-huh. It was a small little shop. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, he stacked all the cars in there to get them in. He but, sure did, yep. Uh, there were some times that I did some uh, activity on my cars that I needed a, a special tool or special instructions. And I would go and meet with Stephen, and he'd let me go out in the shop, and I'd talk to a couple of the fellas that he had out there, and uh, occasionally they'd lend me the tools I needed. And I could take those home and make the repairs and uh, take it back and uh, had, a, had a great relationship. That's great. There. Now, yeah. as, as a fantastic. side note, uh, have you watched the, uh, the DeLorean documentary? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Good. So you got the whole thing, how he was set up and what he did and how he did it and why he did it. Yeah, what plate should I put on that car? <laughs> That's right. No, actually, I do have a plate for that car. It says 88 MPH. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was... Uh, it, it really attracts a lot of attention. I've been pulled over before by the police uh, just, just to, to ask see the car. me uh, about mm-hmm. the car. Yeah, interesting. So it's uh, it's kind of fun to do that. Well, you know, I keep those I don't mind because they're not riding things. You know, it's no, when they, when right. they come it, up and say, "I need your autograph right here, please." Sir. Yeah, that's a little bit more of a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mars has a tendency to attract those kind of police officers. <laughs> a lot you know, of people want my autograph. Well, believe me, I've never been stopped in the Beetle. <laughs> yeah, that's Probably right. Probably not. What color is the Beetle? Uh, bright yellow. Bright yellow. Oh, okay. just, just check it. Yeah. To paint it well, red and uh, <laughs> listen, it is uh, great talking to you. Right, great to you. meet you. You come here frequently? I've been here about uh, three times now. And uh, uh, and today's your day. Now today, your, did today you tell your wife, day. honey, I'm uh, going to be on the radio. Uh, <laughs> me and Sin City. <laughs> you guys are going to get me in trouble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we try. We, 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 we always try. try that sort of thing. Hang, hang on hey, some more. Doing a good job. You, <laughs> said, you, you said you retired. What did you retire from? Uh, I was in the uh, oil and chemical business. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Not the oil and gas business, oil but the oil and chemical. chemical. Well, I'm thinking a plate for your DeLorean should say Pepsi. Pepsi? Pepsi? Because it was Coke that got him in trouble. Whoa. Oh. Uh, oh that's too much thought. That that's, that's way too much thought. Yeah, I hear Conrad. Yeah, yeah, Conrad's mumbling something in the background. Conrad's in his lair. Yeah, that's it. So <laughs> never mind. Don't pay any attention to us. Uh, and you may want to take one of those cards that gives us gives you all the information about this and show. You can tell ca- your wife it's all these guys' fault. And, and, yeah. and she can send comments to info it in real time. <laughs> she probably will. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. All right. Thank you a lot, of guys. You Charlie, thank, thank you. you. It's a pleasure. Right. Appreciate it. Um, all right. I want to remind you that uh, we'd love to hear from you anytime. Just mm-hmm. shoot us an email. The address is info at inwheeltime.com. Got a few headlines this week. Not lots, but some. Stellantis, again, sometime we're talking about uh, things like, you know, Chrysler Corporation. Anyway, they're recalling 212,373.1 Rams from 2015 to the 2020 model years because inflator end caps in the vehicle's airbags can detach or the inflator sidewall may rupture. Probably more information that you really needed to know. In either situation, compressed gas can escape, which might send the end cap or other parts flying into the vehicle interior and cause an injury or crash, according to documents filed with NHTSA. Recall covers certain 2015 to 20 Ram 1500 Classic, 15 to 16 Ram 3500, Ram 2500, and 2016 Ram 3500 cab chassis vehicles. Kind of covers it. Yeah. Well, it really doesn't, but you get the message. Mm Mm-hmm. Other recalls include uh, Infinity from the 2021 model year. Rearview camera image may not display. Can you turn him off? Thank you. Um, 
Him who? Uh, that would be Conrad. He's <laughs> fumbling over there. Seatbelt locking retractor malfunction on the Bentley Bentega. I know we've got a lot of uh, listeners that uh, really are I, I, into the Bentega 2020 I've been worried model. about mine. Pretty much the every 2021 model of the Audi is being recalled because the seatbelt locking retractor is malfunctioning. Seatbelt locking retractor malfunction on the Porsche uh, from the 2021 model year. Cadillac CT4, CT5, roof rail side airbags may not deploy properly. Jeff. Tire tread separation in the Chevy Equinox and the GMC Terrain Mm -mm -mm. from 2021 to 22. Volkswagen Taos, 2022. Volkswagen Atlas, 2021 model year. Damaged relays in the fuse box may cause a thermal event. Oh. Toyota Yaris, fine automobile there. Uh, being recalled from the 19 to 20 model years for the fuel pump because it may fail and the engine may stall. Hyundai Accent, Azera, Sonata, and Sonata Hybrid from 2016 to the 2020 model years. Emergency trunk release may fail. So next time we take you to the drive-in movie, keep that in <laughs> you may mind. may not get out. And same thing for the Kia Forte and Rio. Fine automobile, the Rio. Fuel delivery module may leak. In the 2021 and 2022 Bronco Sports, the Ford Escape, and the Lincoln Corsair. Hmm. That could and be a loose rear wheel studs, not nuts, but studs, oh. may cause wheel detachment in the Polaris Slingshot. <laughs> those things that I absolutely despise. Have you ever driven one? No, I haven't. And have. I, drove I will one. not. Find me ever in one of those. You ought to try it. Unless it's wrapped around a pole and I decide that I want to commit suicide. It's very easy to get there and do that, I'm telling you. Well, you live on the beach, so you probably see those all the time down there. No, no. I I drove one in Dallas. I like the uh, ones that have all the lights all over them that run around at night and pass me doing 100 miles an hour while I'm on the the tollway doing 70. Yeah, you're you're over in the slow lane. You're probably the guy in the $50 lane doing 70. That's me. And everybody else is doing 100 over in the slow lane. Well, no, that's, the, no, that's the, the Polaris things. <laughs> you know, and while I'm at it, is this the complaint department? Yes, it May is. May I complain? Absolutely. No, so I'm coming home from work the other night, and uh, I have to tell you that I'm running down the tollway. Now, typically, I'll set the cruise control at 73 miles an hour, just right under the 10, the 10 over yep. limit. Okay. Now, I understand that I'm kind of slow these days because most people are doing 80. Kind of. We've, we've got an officer right here. Here come. Take notes on it. He, he's <laughs> taking notes. And here come this pack, this bevy of Harleys. Bunch of old white guys doing like 90. Do you know how stupid that looks to me? You know, did they have red and yellow they had, badging on the no, back? No, I don't know what it was. They had some sort of a, you know. Club. running their colors thing and i just wanted to say to you guys really stupid just stupid did they have their ape hangers and i had all sorts of different things but if that's your thing i my my good buddy uh, rob geiger is in some sort of harley club okay well good luck to you not my cup of tea okay just saying i i understand i haven't found a motorcycle i can't wreck I'm really not, ask no. conrad about motorcycles. Yeah, i'm telling yeah. you yeah. All right, time to take a quick break here on the In Wheel Time program. We appreciate you hanging on with us. Thank you very much for being with us. And we'll be back after these brief messages. 
Houstonian-owned Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has the most sought-after models in the Houston area today. When you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, you now have a place to go. General Manager Lincoln Stahl guarantees Bayway will beat any competitor's written price on the new vehicle you choose or pay you $1,000. Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is easy to get to on Highway 225 near Beltway 8 in Pasadena. Whether it's online or in person, you're welcome like one of the family. BaywayChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com Tailpipes and Tacos, Houston's premier monthly car cruise-in returns Saturday, August 21st at two Loopy Tortilla Mexican restaurants in Katy and inside the loop on the Southwest Freeway near Kirby. Tailpipes and Tacos is free and everyone is invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods at two locations. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard just south of I-10 and Katy and inside the loop on the Southwest Freeway near Kirby. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in. Tailpipes and tacos at Loopy's inside the loop on the Southwest Freeway in Kirby and in Katy on the Grand Parkway just south of I-10 where you'll see the in-real-time car show. Get your ride ready and we'll see you at the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise-in at Loopy's in Katy and Kirby. August 21st, 8 to 11 a.m., weather permitting. Gulf Coast Auto Shield has moved to a more convenient location. Now you can visit John Gray and his staff of dedicated professionals at their new shop on the South Sam Houston Parkway between Belford and Airport in southwest Houston. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is the best at paint correction and ceramic coatings. Clear bras and custom wraps are specialties that only Gulf Coast Auto Shield installs with award-winning accuracy, and all their services come with a warranty. Lamborghini, Aston Martin, Porsche, and Ferrari owners depend on Gulf Coast Auto Shield for their specialty services, and you should too. The in-wheel time Corvette and Cutlass have both been massaged by Gulf Coast Auto Shield, so isn't it time your vehicle visit their new shop in southwest Houston? Call John Gray today at 832-930-5655 or visit online at gcautoshield.com. That's gcautoshield.com. Paint, coatings, wraps, and more at gcautoshield.com. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.